Amen. Amen. Well, it's good to have everyone in the house of God tonight, today. Amen. And it's good to have all you fathers here. Happy Father's Day. Amen. Uh, we're going to get right into the word of the Lord this morning. If you have your Bibles, amen, please turn with me to Zechariah chapter 4, verse 1 through 10. And then we'll be going over to 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verses 9. Praise God. I'm going to read one scripture out of Zechariah first, and then I'm going to have you be seated. So everyone, please stand. Thank you, Jesus. And the scripture I have is found in verse number two. And said unto me, what do you see? And I said, I have looked and behold a candlestick of all gold with a bowl upon the top of it and his seven lamps thereon and seven pipes to the seven lamps which are upon the top thereof. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word today, God. I ask you to help me, God, to, to give your word, God, to, to allow it to fall on hearts that would receive it, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, for these great men of God and these great women of God and these children, God, this great church, God, regardless of how we see it, God, I know, God, that you see it in a different way, God. And I thank you for that, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, you may be seated. Zechariah chapter 4, verses 1 through 10. If you will endure with me. I'll try to get through it as fast as I can. But it says, And the angel that talked with me came again and woke me or waked me. As a man that is waking out of his sleep, and said unto me, what do you see? And I said, I have looked. And behold, a candlestick of all gold with a bowl upon it. And his seven lamps thereon and seven pipes to the seven lamps, which are upon the top thereof. And two olive trees by it, one upon the right, side of the bow and the other upon the left thereof. So I answered and spake to the angel that talked with me, saying, What are these, my Lord? Then the angel that talked with me answered and said unto me, Knowest thou not what these be? And I said, No, my Lord. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, 
nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Who art thou, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, thou shalt become plain or flat. And he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings, crying, Grace, grace unto it. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this house. His hands shall also finish it. And thou shalt know that the Lord of hosts hath sent me unto you. For who has despised the day of small things? For they shall rejoice and shall see the plummet in the hands of Zerubbabel. With those seven, they are the eyes of the Lord. The eyes which run to and fro through the whole earth. What a setting. And then in Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 9, Zechariah heard God tell him that the eyes of the Lord rejoice. And in order to understand this phrase, the eyes rejoice, we must recognize that seven eyes of the Lord is searching. Searching for something specific in the earth. And in 2 Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 9, we see a glimpse of what the Lord is talking about. For it says, the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. That's a key. Whose heart is perfect toward him. Herein thou hast done foolishly. The statement, therefore from henceforth thou shalt have wars is followed by the colon, the two dots after the word foolishly, which explains the phrase previously, before, therefore, henceforth thou, hast, thou shalt have wars. You shall have troubles if you don't follow the previous statement of being perfect. Have a perfect heart. Someone has, has a perfect heart toward God. Stay committed to temple worship, temple, temple building, if you will. Not so much temple worship, but temple building. And so here the phrase, the whole earth is mentioned, not once, 
but twice. Because God sees the entire earth. And because God sees the entire earth, nothing is hidden from him. And so the thought of God scanning the globe, looking for people in which God can show himself strong, is exciting in God's eyes. Something that God looks for. Something that God desires. And so this is vital in understanding the way God sees things. God's vision. How God sees. And so this reference that we read these two scriptures is important for our encouragement because we are not to despise the day of small beginnings. Small things. And so it is the writer informs us that Zerubbabel's efforts were despised by people because the work that he was doing for God was small and insignificant in their eyes, not in God's eyes, in their eyes. And it brought conflict. And it brought discouragement. In fact, there was so much soul that Zerubbabel, after two years, quit working on the foundation. And it didn't get started for many years later, approximately 18 wasn't for political. It was because Zerubbabel saw something. Zerubbabel was so in tune with God. But even though he was in tune with God, he became discouraged because people did not see what he saw when God was showing him specific things. You see, this temple that Zerubbabel was invested in, the work of God that Zerubbabel was invested in, was not as glorious as that of Solomon, the one that Solomon had built, the one that God had used Solomon to build years before the Babylonian conquest. Yet, the Bible tells us that God's eyes rejoice because of the vision and because of the effort Zerubbabel was investing in God's calling. Maybe Zerubbabel was a spectacle in the eyes of the people. But again, what you do in the kingdom of God really doesn't matter how people see it. I want to encourage you today. It's how God sees it. How does God see what you're doing? It doesn't matter who shows up in certain functions. How does God see your dedication? How does God see your investment? God knows. God knows when you become discouraged. And God knows who is discouraging you. And let God 
be the judge. Who out there? Who, out, who art thou, O great mountain? The task was great in Zerubbabel's eyes. Who out thou, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, thou shalt become plain. In other words, God is greater than the mountain that you face. For he shall bring forth a headstone with shouting, crying, grace, grace, power, power, favor, favor. No mountain shall stand in your way if God is on your side. You see, God's eyes search for small and insignificant vessels. When one is weak and does not have great ability, God can use that person to show himself strong. Let me say it again, praise God. When God sees an individual, amen, that doesn't have much ability or that even has great ability, praise God, but allows God to step in and work on their behalf, God shows himself strong, not only on the individual, but on behalf of others. Second Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 10 says this, Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, Paul speaking which is weakness or sickness, in reproaches, which is defiance of those that opposed him, in necessities when you're needful, when you need things, in persecutions as you're being mistreated, in distress to be squeezed. Everyone, anyone ever been squeezed before? To be squeezed for Christ's sake, for when I am weak, then I am strong. You see, Paul realized the only way to tap into God's complete and whole purpose is when Paul relied on God's strength and power. Paul received complete focus, God's complete attention, praise God. Or let me say this, he received seven eyes, praise God. Seven is the number of complete Perfection. Eyes is the vision of God. I don't know about you, but I want God's full attention. I want to give myself wholly to God. So the key for tapping into God's strength and God's complete attention is recognizing our own inherent Weakness as we glorify God. I can't do it on my own, praise God, but I can do it on God's strength, hallelujah. I am weak, but He is strong, amen. I have to realize I must give everything to God. You see, giving glory to God Giving God the glory in our infirmities brings pleasure to God. And this is how we get God's full attention. God looks for weak people who rely on his strength. This is what grace is all about. Grace is God's power set into action to accomplish his purpose and his calling, praise God, for our lives.
It's God's power. It's God's purpose, praise God. God empowers us to do the will of God. You can't take credit for what you do. You can only step in to what God has available for you. That's all you can do. You have to rely, and I have to rely, praise God, that the gospel of grace is the arm of the Lord, not the arm of man. Romans chapter 1, verse 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And so Zerubbabel was the vessel God decided, he decided to use for his power. It's so important to stay connected to the conduit of God's power. It's so important to be plugged in, amen, to the power source Praise God. But there's not very many people that do that. There's not very many people that stay connected to the power of God because they're distracted by the things of the world. Let me say it again. People disconnect themselves because of the things of the world. Amen. God wants to do so much through individuals. But we limit God. We limit God by unbelief. We limit God by distractions. We limit God by our own wants and desires. And it causes friction in the body of Christ. Zerubbabel, he faced opposition, praise God. But it was an opposition beyond the walls of Jerusalem and beyond the walls of Israel itself, amen. Opposition from what was from within. It was from within. Praise God, and that's where opposition comes. It comes, amen, from within. Within, it, within our mind, praise God. But if we allow God to work in our midst, praise God. God wants to pay special attention, amen, to those types of people. People that are committed. People that love God with all their heart. This is where God's focus is directed to, praise God. God told Zechariah, he says, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. But sometimes, church, we lose sight. You see, when God is building this temple, God is in the process of building his people as well. Let me say it again. When God is building Eastgate Pentecostal Church, God is also building individuals, amen, that God is using for the process, for the construction process. He wants to use you, but he can't use you if you're constantly conflicting with one another. You see, God's work, 
God's work is not always fast. It's not a fast work. It's slow and it's meticulous, amen, because God is trying to develop you. God is trying to build you, but difficulties and delays and discouragements always seem to plague God's people. After Moses led Israel out of Egypt, Israel lived in the promised land for many years. Over time, they became more and more complacent until finally they became corrupt. And that's what the devil wants. He wants us to be complacent, praise God. This church should be full of people, amen, that have a desire to love God, amen. And it will be, and that's my vision, amen. But we cannot be complacent in the work of God, amen. Because what follows suit after that is corruptness. It's a slow, methodical, place, amen, where the devil wants us to be, praise God. It's methodical. You see, it's always, it's always, it's always, it's always, it's always, even in Zerubbabel's time, it's always the complainers that never do nothing. Watch this. Complainers have great expectation. Do this. Do that. But I've learned in ministry that complainers have little or no investment in the kingdom of God. Little or no investment. They want so much and they give so little. The Bible's very clear when it says if you want a lot, you're going to have to sow a lot. In order to reap a lot, you're going to have to sow a lot, praise God. That means investing, giving everything you've got. I'm trying to tell this church, Jesus is coming. This world is not going to exist the way it is right now. Just a few years from now, you watch, you hear my words, you hear my words clearly. This world is headed for a downturn praise God. It's not always going to be like this. Quit investing to build your own kingdom. Invest in the kingdom of God. Invest in the kingdom of God. Everything you're building on this earth is going to be taken from you. I promise you, it is going to be taken from you. You have to invest in eternal things. You have to invest in eternal things. We have to be involved in building the temple. When God's people are doing God's work on God's timetable, there's always difficulties. There's always delays. There's always discouragements. But be not dismayed. God is on our side. Praise God. Pick yourself up. Amen. Do a 180 degrees. Repent. Praise God. I'm not saying we're in sin. Praise God. And I'm not saying we're bad people. I'm just saying we could step out and do a little bit more. Praise God. I don't care what it is. Let's just do a little bit more. Let's put our plow to the, to, to the ground. And let's plow the ground. And let's go. Go. 
You see, we have to understand God uses difficulties to help you grow in the faith. Those who never grow are those who never exercise their God-given ability. We have great communicators in here, praise God. People that know how to talk, use it for God's kingdom. We have people that know how to outreach, use it for God, God's kingdom, praise. I understand not everybody's an outreach person. I get that. But whatever God wants you to do, whatever God, uh, God's ability has given you, do it to the best of your ability. Do it to the best of your ability. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of those whose heart is perfect towards him. You see, this building, this building cannot happen without builders. It's impossible for us to build, for God to build his church without people that are invested in their calling, praise God. God is just asking you, just invest yourself in the calling of God. It's the greatest investment you'll ever do. We need to trust, I need to trust God in the process. Why? Because I want God's complete attention. And the only way I'm going to do that is to give God my complete attention. I want to do the will of God. I want to do the will of God. There's people dying. There's people that are slipping into eternity. Every day they're slipping into eternity. People in Camas, people in Washougal, people that have come to this church, amen. I just want to do the will of God. I just want God to use me in a great way. Not to be great, but to help God build His church to help God build his kingdom, amen. And that's what Zerubbabel's calling was. It's not by might nor by power, but by the spirit of the living God. That's what Zerubbabel's focus was, praise God. Yes, he was discouraged. Yes, he was depressed, praise God. But the awesome thing about Zerubbabel, amen, is he picked up and he continued the work. He said, get out of here, great mountain. He trusted so much in God's ability, praise God. He wasn't going to let anything stop him. He wasn't going to let any distractions limit God, praise God. And there's so many distractions in our world today that are trying to stop the building process of God. Trying to stop, trying to limit your God-given ability, praise God. Ephesians chapter 3 and 20 says, God is able. Everyone say, God is able. God is able to do, uh, to, to do exceedingly, abundantly, beyond all that we can ask or think. Whatever you think, whatever you're asking, God can supersede that. 
He can do mighty things on your behalf. He's just asking you to step out, step over the threshold, step beyond the door, praise God, into the promises that he has for you. If praying on the street with individuals is your calling, then pray on the street with individuals. If teaching Bible study is your calling, then teach Bible studies with all your heart, praise God. If going to a, a retirement home, Brother George, is if that's it, that's awesome. Do it with your, your, your full heart. Going to Hope Center is, is what it is, and we're going to go, and we're going to go with, with God's power in God's strength. That's all God is requiring. We cannot let the distractions of the world, amen, limit us from what God wants. God wants a full church. God wants a healthy church. God wants healthy people, praise God. And the only way we're going to do that is to be active in the kingdom of God. Don't allow yourself to be complacent, praise God. Don't allow yourself to be angry or bitter at your brothers and sisters, praise God. There's no time for that. It's not worth it, praise God. You've got to have the eyes of God. You've got to have a vision, amen, that God sees you. You've got to have that. Or you're going to quit. You're going to stop. It's more than coming to church. It's more than coming to the house of God. It's having a mind frame, praise God, that says it doesn't matter. I'm going to love people. I'm going to love my brothers and sisters, amen. I'm going to work in God's kingdom. I'm going to do the best I can. Because I want to see souls added to the kingdom of God. That's my goal. I want to see souls added to the kingdom. And I'll do whatever it takes. I'll do whatever it takes to do that. God, help me. Give me the strength, God. Push me over the edge, God. Please help me, God. When I stumble, God, and when I fall short, God, I just ask you, God, to have mercy on me and help me, God. Don't let me out of your hand. Don't just help me, God. Don't limit my ability to see what you see. Be with me, God. Be with this church, God. I pray a covering over this great body of believers, every single one of them, God. These are your people, God. These are your people, God. This church is the apple of your eye, God. Your eye, God. These are not my people. These are just my brothers and sisters, God. We're all headed to one place, God. We're trying to get to heaven, God. But help us, God. Bring somebody with us. Help us, God, work together. Help us, God, be unified together, God. Help us love each other, God. Help us to be united together, God. Help us, God. Help us, God. I'm going to ask us to stand this morning. I don't even know why. I really don't know why I went that way, but I did. 
I just want everyone to raise your hands and I just want you to talk to God just for a few minutes. He Come on, church. This is not directed at any any individuals. This is all of us. The enemy is after your mind. The enemy is after your heart, praise God. The enemy wants to destroy your family. He wants to divide husband and wife. He wants to divide child, children and fathers and mothers, praise God. There's no time for that. There's no time for that. Come on, he attacks my family. He attacks my mind. I'm not excluded from this, I promise you. We have to dig deep within ourselves. Come on, I'm not the greatest preacher. I'm not even close. In fact, I stumble so much. I just want to do the will of God. I just want to do the will of God. If I can do it, you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. Pray for your brother. Pray for your sister. Everybody struggles. Everybody has a hard time in life at one point or the other. Don't let the enemy come in and disrupt your thinking. Zerubbabel had the opportunity to allow others to come in that were already in the land when, 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 it, when, when he was released from, from Cyrus. There were already individuals there. They were called Samaritans. And, and Zerubbabel would not allow them to be part of the building process. Why? Because Zerubbabel knew that the Samaritans would contaminate the way they thought. It would mess up their thinking. Don't let the enemy come in and mess with your thinking. Don't let him get involved in the building project. God is doing something great in your life. Don't let the enemy divide you by, 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 by throwing thoughts in your mind. Yoke up together. Love one another. You're the family of God. You're the family of God. Yes. I'm going to open these altars, please. I, I just want you to come pray.